You're listening to the Woman Power Zone podcast with host Ariel Hubbard, empath, energy worker, and massage therapist who shares secrets and stories of women's empowerment, learned from over 32 years of working in holistic healing arts and talking with thousands of women about their amazing life stories. If you are seeking ways to grow, pivot, heal, and up-level your life, you are in the right place. Here is your host, Ariel Hubbard. Welcome to Woman Power Zone. In today's episode, we talk about the power of tarot. Want to understand more about the history and how this divination system works? Join us. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for learning, growing, healing, and empowerment. Today, I'm going to talk about tarot cards. I'm going to talk about this system of divination and how it works and about the history because I get asked about this a lot. And I just thought I should share some information to challenge misconceptions and to help you understand the possibility of working with tarot. So tarot has been around since the early 15th century Italy, and it was used in the Italian court and also the French court as well, I believe. And it was originally derived from playing cards. And so mystics were using these cards to get information about what was happening in the world. And they were using playing cards because they wanted to hide what they were doing because it was frowned upon because of the Catholic religion that was practiced at that time. People didn't want to use anything that showed a mystical bent. So they used the suits of the cards to symbolize different archetypes. And then that was hidden for a long time. But in the early 20th century, there was a group of people from the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. They were a group of mystics. And there was a guy named A.G. Wait, I think it's A-G. It might be A-E. So if I have that wrong, forgive me. But his last name was Wait, and he commissioned a deck of cards. So you've heard of the writer Wait deck. That's two people. So Mr. Wait commissioned some artwork. Here's some little-known information. The artwork that was designed for that deck was actually designed by a woman who is never given credit for her work. Her name was Pamela Coleman-Smith. She was also a member of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. And Mr. Waite gave her the input on the overall concept, but she designed the work. And that work is currently being featured at the Whitney Museum. And it is curated, that collection is curated by Barbara Haskell. And I think this is fascinating because... I never knew who did the artwork for that deck. And I've been using that deck for, I don't know, about 35 years or so. It's really interesting. Hey, everybody. If you're loving this show and you want to make a difference, please go to Apple Podcast Ratings and give the show a five-star rating. Thanks so much. It's appreciated. A woman designed that work. So Pamela Coleman-Smith, she listened to music to unlock her subconscious mind because she had synesthesia, 
which is a neurological condition that causes the person to see shapes or colors when they hear sounds. And I think it's interesting because the art itself of those cards is from the symbolist tradition. And it was influenced by the English artist Aubrey Beardsley and the pre-Raphaelite painters. If you've seen their work, it does influence this design of this deck. And also that saturated color that you see, that very intense coloration that you see in this deck was influenced by traditional Japanese woodblock prints and Art Nouveau, which is kind of interesting. If you're an art fan, I just thought I'd share that information. So what's interesting about this is that this deck has influenced many, many other decks later on in the 20th century. The format, the design, uh, just the overall concept Although a lot of decks don't use the imagery uh, that she created, they do use the suits, they do use the major minor arcana, and that design was also part of that deck. So we're going to take a little break, and after the break, we're going to talk more about how tarot works and what it can help you accomplish. This podcast is sponsored by Hubbard Education Group, creating wellness through education. If you've wanted to learn about being an empath, healing, energy work, consciousness, or massage, we have online and in-person courses for you. Find us on Facebook at Hubbard Education Group, that's Hubbard Education Group, or go to www.arielhubbard.com. That's www.arielhubbard.com. And if you're on Clubhouse, you can find Ariel Hubbard by looking up Ariel Hubbard, A-R-I-E-L-H-U-B-B-A-R-D. And we're back. So if you've been listening to this pod, you know that my goal is to empower women and also men, of course. But most of the people listening to this podcast are women. So my focus is on the ladies. And my goal is to help you feel empowered in your life and to help you have information that will make your life a better experience, right? So I get asked about tarot a lot because a lot of people are fearful of it. So I want to explain how tarot works. For people who have lived with Christian influences, they're often told that divination which is thousands and thousands of years old, is influenced by negative energies. And that's not true when you set correct intention. So tarot works with archetypes. These are energies that all people can relate to. And the energies of the cards are part of the energies that people address and work with every single day. So All of your thoughts, your feelings, perceptions, and experiences, and your beliefs exist as energetic patterns in your auric field. That's your aura. That's the energy field that's around your body. They also show up in your physical body as well. So when I'm doing treatments on people, I'm working a lot with how those beliefs, thoughts, feelings, and perceptions are in the physical body. But regarding tarot, they're in your energy field, okay? And these energies are called attractor patterns in physics. And so you literally emanate these energies, your thoughts, feelings, beliefs, emotions, perceptions, 
as you move through your life, the universe scans your energy and it knows what you're thinking, feeling, believing, what you think is true, what's coming to you, all of those things. And so it scans and reads those energies so that when you hold a clear deck of tarot cards and you set the intention, please let me know what I need to for my highest good, your energies are read by the universe and it's selecting, okay, what is the information you need to know for your highest good? And it reads what's happening in your system, your energy system, and then it shows you pictures of what's happening using the images on the cards. Now, this is any deck, not just Rider Waite, okay? I mention Rider Waite because it's really influential, but this works for any deck of tarot cards. And so it's really interesting because you need to use a deck of cleared cards and you need to have a specific intention while you shuffle and draw them so you get accurate information. And tarot cards can read events from your past, your present, and your future, provided that that's what you set the intention for. And it can also read information at multiple levels because things could be happening in your personal life. They could be happening in your work life. They could be happening in your spiritual life. So sometimes when you read cards and this is whether someone's reading for you or you're reading for yourself, you may not always understand what the cards are saying. Sometimes you have to let it settle in. Sometimes you have to let yourself know what it means a week later. Because again, cards can tap into what's coming to you because the events that are coming to you are also energies that the universe is reading. So on your timeline, then this is how psychics read information for you. They can feel and or see or sense or know energies that are coming to you along your timeline from the future. Or they can see energies that were on your timeline from your past. So the tarot cards are like pictures showing what's coming to you or what has come to you or what you're experiencing right now. So this can be complex. You could see things in your reading that could be showing up at several different levels. And this is why it's important to work with a skilled practitioner who's energetically clear themselves to read your cards. You can do it for yourself, but you have to be unattached to the outcome to get more accurate information. So here are some other things you should know. Divination is an art. It's not a science, obviously. It takes time to develop your ability to divine. And some of the stuff I'm sharing with you right now is right out of one of my tarot classes. So I do teach classes. I'm going to definitely let you know that because you should know, well, how do I have the information to be able to share this with you? How do I know this stuff? I know this because I've been reading for a really long time, at least 35 years. I, I don't know the exact date, but it started sometime in my teens and I've been reading for a long time, and I've been reading for a long time professionally. And so that's how I know, because I've been working with the cards for a very long time, and I've also studied them and read about their history. So that's how I have the information to be able to share with you. Okay, so this next set of information is out of my classes. So divination is an art. It's not a science. It takes time to develop the ability to divine. So Tarot cards empower your ability to intuitively sense the flow of energetic, spiritual, physical, emotional, and archetypal influences in your life 
and how they've manifested in your past, present, or future. So when you work with the cards regularly, whether you go and receive a reading from someone or you do it yourself, the energy and practice of working with the cards will assist you to get more and more accurate information over time. So people who work with tarot cards know that you need to clear cards before and after each reading. There are a lot of different ways to clear cards. You could visualize white light coming out of your hands um, to clear the cards. You can visualize the purple flame or violet flame clearing the energy. You hold the cards in your hands and you visualize violet flame coming out of your hands and you clear them that way. You could also draw Reiki symbols over the cards to clear them that way. You could also do prayer or you could take a quartz cluster or selenite or other types of crystals and put them on the deck and clear them. So there are a lot of different ways you can work with the cards. So set your intention before each reading or a portion of reading. So like sometimes people, when they do readings, they'll divide the reading into sections. They'll do a main reading, which is an overall picture of what's going on. And then they'll do two questions, specific questions about something that's happening in a reading. And before you do anything, it's really important to set a very clear intention. So some examples of some intentions are, please let the cards tell us what we need to know in the situation for the highest good of all. Or please give us insight into the people involved in this situation and you name a situation. Or where is the situation taking us? Try to be specific. Please tell us what we most need to know. That's really important with intentions. So... You can also set the cards in specific locations. There are different types of formats for readings. There's a past, present, future spread. There's a Celtic cross spread. And when I work, a lot of times I get guidance to set the cards in specific shapes or lines. And then I get information about what each position represents. And this is also interesting a lot of times I'll do a first reading where I'll lay the cards in a certain formation and then I get guided to rearrange the cards at the end of that section of the reading to reshift, recalibrate, and shift the way the energies are flowing. Because remember, the cards represent what's happening in a person's life. They're representative of the attractor patterns that person's emanating. When you change the order of the cards, that represents that person changing their own energies to get a different result. So I've been a clinical hypnotherapist for a really long time, since 99. And I will tell you that people can have thoughts and feelings, emotions, beliefs, and perceptions. And then when they alter them and then they change them, they can get a totally different result in their external life. And that's why a lot of people out there talk about using affirmations. They talk about changing your thoughts and your belief systems to create or manifest different results in your life. I know a lot of it sounds like magical thinking, but it's not magical thinking. It's different. So magical thinking is when someone takes two disparate situations, people whatever, and thinks that they're connected somehow to each other. Like, you like basketball and I like basketball, therefore we're meant to be together forever romantically. Like, that's an example of magical thinking. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about 
when you consistently work with affirmations or your beliefs about what you think you can have happen to you, what you think is available to you, what you think is an option for you, literally you start bringing those different options and situations and people into your life. And so again, the tarot cards represent those beliefs and thoughts and feelings that you're bringing into your life. So when you rearrange the cards, it shifts symbolically what you're bringing into your life. And it's a picture of that. And I literally take photos of the first layout of what's coming in for the person. And then I'll take a picture of the second layout, which is the rearranged shifted reality for that person. And I'll talk to them. This is how you can change your reality. These are things you can do to make your life show up differently. So that's really important. That's an innovation that I've done when I do read for people. So another thing you need to know that if you do read for yourself and you're attached to the outcome, you're not going to get accurate information. So you have to let go of any attachment to the results, like when you're asking a question, especially when it's like about your love life or about getting a job or how much money you're making. These are things that really are areas where people tend to be attached to a result. So you want to make sure you're clear energetically and emotionally when you do a reading, or you want to make sure the person that's reading for you is clear energetically and emotionally. That's important. A lot of people will just go to psychic in a store you know, metaphysical bookstore. And that person isn't necessarily clear. So use your common sense when you're working with somebody. Make sure that that person is clear. Another thing you might want to know is that readings that are done consistently can be very helpful to help you see the big picture. These are themes that are occurring in your life and they're represented by those cards. So if you do readings relatively consistently, like, you know, once a quarter, not obsessively, but like once every few months, it'll help you take a pause and help you get a big picture look at what's happening. So that's important because if you take the pictures of these readings and then you look at the pictures over time and then you think about what was happening in your life externally or internally, you'll be like, oh yeah, this is, this is speaking to what was happening in my life on the outside. Remember, there's a universal law as above, so below, but that also means as within, so without. That means that what's going on inside you, your thoughts, feelings, beliefs, perceptions, and understandings, that manifests in experiences externally. So that shows up in things, situations, uh, events that happen in your life externally. So you can really see, look at what's going on in your life as a human being, And you can see that's a reflection of what's going on inside you internally. All right. So if you want to learn more, you can contact me uh, if you need more information about getting a reading or if you want to learn how to do readings. I do teach classes on Zoom or live on how to do readings with tarot. So if you have questions about that, you're more than welcome to reach out to me. You can find me at arielhubbard.com. That's A-R-I-E-L-H-U-B-B-A-R-D.com. You can also text me, 971-319-2618. That's 971-319-2618. If you have questions, 
and you want to learn more about this. So final thoughts, just want to make sure you know, tarot is influenced by the intention and the clarity of the person reading the cards. It is not influenced by negative energies out there. That is a story that's told, and frankly, it's a political story. I want to remind you that a lot of religions, and I'm not criticizing religion, but religions will criticize the practices of people or groups that think differently than they do. And tarot was one of those things that was criticized by certain religious groups because they didn't really understand what it was and it was uncomfortable or scary for them. So they said certain things about tarot and none of that's true. Tarot is influenced by your thoughts, feelings, beliefs, perceptions, and emotions. And it's reading those and then it's showing and reflecting those feelings and everything back to you in the form of pictures on the cards. So I hope you found this interesting. I hope you learned something about the tarot history and that the images of the Rider Waite deck were created by a woman, Pamela Coleman Smith, which was new information for me. And I'm glad I got to share that information with you. I want to thank you for joining me today. Remember to move with your power and into your magnificence. Have a great day. Are you experiencing overwhelm? frustration, stress, or anxiety? Do you need help with insomnia? We'll contact Ariel Hubbard at Hubbard Health Solutions. Ariel offers 25 modalities to help you move forward. You can deal with the pandemic and still experience balance and calm. Contact Ariel at arielhubbard.com. That's arielhubbard.com.